Hey guys, it's Sheridan. Welcome back to the Rooted in Jesus podcast. And today I'm here with Danielle. Hey guys. And she does YouTube videos and that's how I came across her channel. And it's really good and I'll put it in the description box. But today we are going to be talking on the topic of singleness because I'm single and she's single. So it's really good to encourage other singles because we know it is hard and it's not easy. So we're going to talk about singleness and it's just going to be like a little discussion where I have a list of questions and I'll answer the question and she'll answer the question. So we'll get on into that. So the first question is, how long have you been single? I've been going on four years as of yesterday, so it, it's a long time, but it's it's okay. It's it's honestly it's been a blessing for me to be really re- lately just to be single and enjoy the singleness and actually enjoy it. So. Yeah. Okay. For me, how long have I been single? <laughs> this is lovely. Like I've been single for. 22 years my whole (laughs) life and I've had little boyfriends here and there but I really don't count it it was when I was like really little like 10 or 11 and when we go on movie dates with other people I don't count that as actual relationship and I've had crushes on people and been really serious in my mind and really delusional about it like oh I'm gonna marry this person but in reality, that's not what they think of me. They just think of me as a friend. And I've been friend-zoned a lot. But I've been single pretty much my whole life. And I used to think it was, like, really bad to be single, like something's wrong with me. But in reality, it's okay. But that's how long I've been single. My real relationship was like four years ago, but like, of course, you always have those like in between people of like the people you have not dated, but I guess in nowadays called the talking stage. I've had those, but I've kind of like just become into my faith and know realizing what I want and kind of just not putting up with the stuff that I don't want in, in a relationship, which I think sometimes can be hard. But if you know what you want, and you pray about it, then everything's in God's will. So if God willing, he wants you in a relationship, he will. But if not, then you won't. Mm-hmm. This one's really deep. And I might get really emotional because the lies that I used to believe about singleness were pretty harsh, honestly. This question is, what are some lies you used to believe about being single? Some verses to combat those lies that you used to believe. That's a deep one. I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's deep. <laughs> um, but I mean, the most obvious ones, which I mean, I think it's going to relate to a lot of people, is just one, like, feeling alone. In this world, we need community. And I, that's something I strongly believe in. It's like, you need to be part of a community. If it's a small group, if it's a church, if it's a ministry, if it's a friend group, whatever it is, it, you have to be in a community and be able to rely on each other because then you are going to feel more alone and then when you're not when you're single you feel more alone because all the friends around you are posting pictures of their boyfriends or their flings or whatever's going on and I mean like for our age people are getting married having mm-hmm. kids having kid number three getting degrees like 
and it makes you feel more alone, especially with the social media platform we have is like seeing everyone post about their significant others and it's hard and it mm-hmm. makes you feel alone. But a verse that I have relied on is in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis, which is Genesis two verse eighteen. And it says I'm pulling it up right now. It says the Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone. It will make a helper suitable for him. So like for me, it's like obviously he doesn't want us alone and you'll never truly be alone because you always have God. But mm-hmm. it's something I know I've talked about in my YouTube videos is that it can be hard to realize that. And sometimes as humans, we need that physical contact and it's understandable to feel alone, especially when you're not in a relationship, but just realize you have other people around you, which I've realized in the last six months. And I have so many people around me who are so supportive and understanding and you don't need a boyfriend to not feel alone. And that's something that I feel like a lot of us rely on is like me and that significant other. You don't need that significant other to really become who you are. You have to grow within yourself before you can grow with someone else because you're obviously going to grow with them as well. Um, I also said that your value isn't a role or Mm -hmm. all your love for, um, which is there's a story in Proverbs um, 31.10. It's about this woman who pretty much she thought that all she had was being a mother and being a wife. And God said, like, no, that's not who all you are. And even in the Bible, it says uh, God's will is to become holy and to continue to follow him. Jesus says in the Bible, I think, 20 times to follow me. And that should be our purpose in life. Instead of so much worrying about, like, who's the next boyfriend? What can I do to be a better wife? I actually was in a purity group with my ministry, and we talked about it, how it's very much of you shouldn't be looking at a guy as, like, lusting over him you should be looking at him as someone else's husband mm-hmm. so instead of looking at him as he's mine because he actually isn't yours until you have that ring on that finger and you're standing up in front of god and committing your lives to each other you're not each other's you're seeing if you're able to be each other's kind of you're like in a trial even though you're dating you're mm-hmm. still kind of in like the trial period because you're not getting married, so you're not each other's yet, which I understand is really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. But it's so true is that you are not someone else's. Um, and number one is like you are God's and God loves you and you're worthy. And that's something I know I've been reminding myself during this time, especially is like that I'm worthy, that I'm enough. Because I'm I can be I can tell someone hey, don't forget you're worthy. Don't forget your love. But like, mm-hmm. I can't take that same advice for myself. And so during this time of quarantine, because I've been at home since March, it is almost July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time reflecting and really building my faith because I honestly believe that like God is growing me if it is a wife or not. I mean, those are my hopes because I want to be a mom. <laughs> like that is my hope. That's what he's doing. But I just have a feeling that he is, really growing me into the wife or mom I need to be and and my future husband like I pray for my future husband every night I learned that from um someone in my church like just to pray for him all the time and he's growing with God in this way and I'm growing because we need to be at a certain point in our lives and God knows that 
and he wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for a reason. Um, another one is some something I don't I don't like to talk about <laughs> is mm. like marriage is not guaranteed, and mm -hmm. that's hard to think about because when you're a little girl, you just think of like just becoming a wife and a mom and having a family, and reality is that's not even guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not in God's plan for you. Maybe it's to do something else, like to spread the word of God, to do whatever he's calling you to. It could be that. And maybe being a mom or a wife is is not what he has planned for you. And mm -hmm. I know that, I mean, it's hard for me to even say because I've dreamed of being a wife and a mom. Another one is that I put like is not knowing that like marriage doesn't equal happiness. And for a long time, I thought like having a boyfriend would make me happy being in a relationship would make me happy. But the realization I've had during this time is that like, I am such in a better place, been like the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I'm mm -hmm. 23, so that has to say something. I'm 23 and I feel the happiest I ever have. And I feel like I am just gonna keep going because how much I've been invested and really getting to know God more. And I, I'm always not like, oh, I know him, he's cool, you know? But really, diving into the Bible and really understanding what he's saying and listening to what he's saying to me. Like I used to feel like he was talking to me, but like didn't know if it was him or just like my mind going crazy. So like now really realizing it, speaking over people, um, it's been really cool to like, kind of, he's used this singleness for me to grow me into like in my faith, which has been super encouraging for me. And like I said before, i felt like I wasn't worthy or I wasn't loved or I wasn't enough. I feel like that's one enough or I wasn't complete or I just wasn't the best person I could be. And I went back to second Corinthians um, chapter 12, verse nine. And it pretty much says like, like you are worthy. Like he wouldn't put, God wouldn't put you in this spot unless you were worthy. And that's what's so important to me is knowing that God wouldn't put me in the spot I am now if it wasn't for a reason. And something that always like just pins in my heart is I am always compared to Esther, which is like, I don't know, people always say I'm a lot like Esther. Like I have things I do remind people of Esther and that's encouraging for me just to know what type of woman she was like, the verse that always comes to me is like, you were born for just a time as this. And every time someone says that, it just like, it really touches my heart because then people talk to me and they're like, you're so bold. You're just like Esther. You're going to make changes in this world. And it's so crazy because I got prophesied over last semester. And he was like, you're going to make a change in this world and no one's going to see it coming. And like, I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And it's so just crazy that like God's working in me in that way. And so I'm not worried about being, I don't feel as worried about being single, if that makes sense. But yeah, that's it. That was a lot. <laughs> a lot of those points that you made were so, so good. So for me personally, like some lies that I have believed, the first one being singleness is terrible. I want this to be over. This is like a curse or something. But in reality, and I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long, but if you want to, you guys that are listening or watching on YouTube, 
you guys can go to 1 Corinthians 26, starting in verse 3, and it's Paul talking about how singleness is a gift. And I used to not see singleness as a gift. I used to see it as a, like I said, a curse, something that's not good at all. And like, you just want this season in life to end and to go on to the next season. But in reality, that is not true. And it's a gift. And it's something that God can use to grow you and mold you into who he has called and purposed you to be. And I just love that. And I love Paul as an example in that. Okay, this is the sad part. I'm trying not to get emotional or anything about it. But the second lie that I believed about myself, which is really, really sad, is that you're not enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're too fat. Because I am a plus-size girl, and there's no doubt about it. But your worth is not in your weight or your appearance or anything like that. If a guy does not see who you are, then he's not the one that you need to be with anyways. So, but I love this verse, and this is a verse that helped me combat that lie. It is in Psalm 139, verses 13 through 14, and it says, You have formed my inward parts. You have covered me in my mother's womb. In uh, other translations, it said, You have knit me together in my mother's womb. And then in verse 14, it says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And my soul knows very well. So that is just a beautiful verse. And any other lot of insecurity, even if it's not for a guy or something, you can see if you say I'm not enough, go to what the word says. And God has fearfully and wonderfully made you. And it doesn't matter. Your worth does not come from a guy. So that is one lie that I believe that is really sad. And sometimes I still struggle with it, but I have something to go back on and to combat that lie. But another lie that I believed is that my worth comes from a guy. Oh my goodness. How crazy I was to believe that because that is just not true at all. That is not the case at all. <laughs> Psalm 107, verses 9. So it says, For he satisfies the longing soul, and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. So a guy is not going to fulfill your needs, and your worth is not going to come from that. And you'll only be satisfied and fulfilled in God. So I really love that verse. So the last lie that I believed about myself, which was crazy and about singleness, was that no man would ever, ever, ever love me. Coming from somebody who's been single my whole life, and I've had, like I said, little boyfriends here and there, but it really wasn't anything because we were children. And it's really, really sad that I thought that, but some verses to uh, combat that lie is John fifteen thirteen, and it says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And I realize 
the greatest love that you could ever have is in Jesus and that he died for me and for you and he thought that we were worth dying for and that lie is so wrong because even if no man on this earth loves me in a way of like relationships boyfriend girlfriend husband wife relationships even if no man ever loves me in that way i know that jesus gave me the greatest love that could ever be and that his love cannot even compare to a man on this earth's love for me so even if i end up getting married or whatnot i know that his love will not compare to the love of god so that is so beautiful in that verse and two we see in john three sixteen, god so loved the world that he gave his life for us and he loved us so much that he died for us and that he wanted us to be able to have a relationship with him and to be able to spend eternity with him and that is the most beautiful love story we could ever want and i'm just like wow even if no man on this earth loves me, God loves me. And the last verse for that, Romans 5, 8, and it says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Another verse that just shows who on this earth loved us so much to die for us. There's not very many people that would do that, but Jesus did that for us. and his love, like I said, it's greater than any love that any guy or girl could give you. His love is a pure love like no other, and he thought you were worth dying for. So, like I said, if you're in that state of thinking, no guy will ever love me, or if you're a boy watching this, no girl will ever love me. Jesus Christ loves you so much that he died for you, and he wants a relationship with you. And he wants you to spend eternity with him. And that is the most beautiful love story that could ever exist. We're almost down to our last few questions. But I just want you guys to know that. Because we've believed some really crazy lies. And they're just simply not true. Uh, whether it be singleness or something else. There is answers for it in the Bible. Maybe some things are not completely black and white in the Bible, but when it comes to the lies of the enemy, you can go to this word and find truth and find hope through it. So if you're believing the lies of the enemy, go to the word and see who God says you are. But we're going to get on to the last few questions. But this question is, how are you personally using this time of singleness? I feel like I kind of answered it a little bit, but I mean, I'm using it to grow in my faith and in my relationship and just knowing that God is preparing me for whatever the future holds, whatever it might be. I know he's preparing me and he wouldn't put me through anything that I couldn't, that he wouldn't walk through with me. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've learned lately is that he wouldn't do it unless there was a meaning for it. There was a reason for it. There's a bigger plan for us, and he wouldn't put you through a situation, even though it might feel hard right now, and it might feel like you can't get out of the same hole you might be in. He's putting you through it for a reason, and you're going to grow from it, and you're going to learn, and he's going to walk you through it as well. For me, how am I personally using this time of singleness? 
Well, in the past few years, I've been trying my best to use the gifts that God has given me and to live out my purpose that he has for me. And with Bible camp, sadly it was canceled this summer, but with Bible camp speaking life into the younger generation and just telling them about God and just living out that purpose of trying to make disciples and help people grow in their faith. And through this podcast, I'm trying to live out my purpose and to speak God's truth and to let people know that they're loved and that they're cherished. Trying to do my best to grow in Him like you are, growing in Jesus and reading the Word and just trying to just grow and become who God has called me to be. And guys, when I say live out your purpose, we all kind of had the same purpose which we're supposed to make disciples and we're supposed to grow in our faith and to lead others to God. That is all part of our purpose. And we all have different gifts and different talents, but God can use whatever gifts you have for his glory. And don't take this time of singleness like for granted. And I try to tell myself when I get into those moments where I feel sad or whatnot, I try to remind myself, Live out the purpose that God has for you right now because when you get married, your life is going to change. And so just live out this time and this season that you have. Um, What helps you like trust God knowing that you might not get married? Uh, Yeah, I know that that one's a hard one. Definitely a question that I had to do a lot of processing about um, just because it is. It's not guaranteed. Like we might not get married. And something that I use is to trust God is remembering everything he's done in the past for me. So like to open up a little bit. Um, my aunt passed away about three years ago, almost four years ago. And she, that was something I feel like broke me down. And then that's kind of where I lost my faith. And then I, I got it back, but obviously because where I'm at now, but that broke me and then to see him walk to see when he showed up in my life at the time he showed up in my life and make sure I knew that I was loved still and he didn't abandon me um because that's something I used to believe is like just being abandoned but like for me remembering like continuing to remembering everything that God has done for me reminds me to trust him because he's going he has a bigger plan for everyone even though we might not believe it he has a bigger plan this is why I'm in constant in prayer with every decision I make because I feel like the Holy Spirit's going to talk to me. And that's how you live my life is just knowing that I have to trust him because what else am I, how can I not trust him? Because he sent his one and only son. Like, how can I not trust him if he sent his one and only son to come down here and Jesus died on the cross for me, for everyone who's listening, everyone in the world, he died for you. How can you not trust someone who loves you that much that is so good but for me how do I trust him during this time it was really hard for a while because I was living in the state of every boy that walked in the room is that my future husband maybe and then I would selfishly praying about it really selfish prayers so I was like really in denial for a time and I was 
not really trusting that maybe I'm not supposed to get married. So you need to be content with where you're at and not just look at every Christian boy that comes your way like, oh my goodness, that's my future husband. Because that's not always the case. And to be frankly honest, that's quite creepy. And I have issues with doing that. I think I've come to realize the past two-ish years that I need to be focused on God and not just be focused on and so distracted by, oh, there's a cute guy over here. Oh, there's a cute Christian guy over here. But to be focused on God because God in his word, he tells us to fix our eyes on him. And we are the bride of Christ. So we, as the bride of Christ, our job is to be drawn closer to him and to help um, grow his kingdom and make disciples. So I've learned to trust that whether I'm going to be an actual wife on this earth, I am the bride of Christ and I'm supposed to be making disciples and living out whatever purpose God has for me. God's plan is perfect. And in one verse, it says God's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So we got to trust that whatever plan and purpose he has for us is the right one. And we got to realize that maybe God is keeping you from a lot of things that would have happened if you would have got married or something. So I just think it just comes back to seeking God and letting God be the main focus of your life and loving on people and to try to help them in their walk with the Lord. That just gives me so much contentment and that helps me so much in my singleness. What is some encouragement you would like to tell the singles out there? I would say just trust in his plan, trust in who he is, and like don't let the lies take over your life. And something that I use that maybe y'all can use is I put sticky notes on my wall and little reminders of like, you are worthy, you are loved, you are enough just to keep your mind of that positivity positivity also helps a lot with it is just being positive about who you are and not necessarily being like the most confident person out there but knowing that you are good enough and just trusting that maybe it's not what you're supposed to happen right now and really I, I recommend and encourage you to pray about it and really ask for guidance on it because he's going to give it to you when you ask for it maybe not the timing you want um, sometimes but he's going to give you the guidance you need and always rely on the people who you can i feel like i've surrounded myself with a lot of christians lately um the past like year or so and it's made a difference in who i am and how i make decisions and how i talk how i talk to them about things that i need help with so surround yourself in a community that can help you with those things because you're not alone, even though it might feel like you're alone. You'd have people around you who love you. And I always tell my subscribers, so if you ever need anything, and you can always DM me on Instagram. I am more than welcome to help in any way I can. Um, but I just recommend you just keep praying about it. And really dive into the word because the word is going to give you so many answers. Um, so yeah, that's my encouragement for y'all. That is so good. 
So my encouragement for you guys listening that are single would be to, I guess, not to sit in your sadness of being like, oh, no, I'm not in a relationship. Something's wrong with me. But to instead of sitting in your sadness, and yes, it's okay, I am a Enneagram 4, and I'm all about feelings and all about um, that kind of stuff. So it is okay to cry. It is okay to be sad about it. But don't sit in your sadness and instead seek God. And in those moments of sadness where you feel alone, seek God. He is there. And I know it's hard sometimes, but sometimes you think, I'm spending time with God and you still have that loneliness feeling. But when that happens, reach out to a godly friend who is there to build you up and realize your worth. Just like she said about her sticky notes and stuff that she has that have positive things on it. I have written lipstick on my mirror verses and things that God says about me on it and right now I have verse cards on there that have like you are all together beautiful and verses like that on my mirror so going to the word and what God says about you makes you feel so much better just try to grow into who God has called and purposed you to be and I hope that encourages y'all the last thing I guess that I want to talk about is praying for your future husband. Some ways that I personally pray for my future husband, and I know it's kind of weird because like we said, marriage is not guaranteed. So we could potentially, and I go into it realizing I could potentially be praying for absolutely no one, but that's fine. But I have my purity ring right here. And what I do every time I put on this purity ring, as I say, God, I pray for my future husband. You know his needs. Lead him and guide him. And help us both to stay pure um, until we say I do. So, And two, pure in the marriage. Because you don't want to just, you know, because there's other levels of purity and stuff. But that's one way that I pray for my future husband. Every time I put my ring on, pray for him. Um, and I have a prayer jar. And I have um, prayers in there that are for my future husband. So every time I pray over that prayer jar, that prayer is being prayed over. And then I have a prayer journal that I write journal entries. Every time I feel God laid on my heart to pray for him, I write out a prayer. That's some ways I pray for my future husband. So what about you? Well, recently I did a video in my my YouTube channel about my prayer board that I made. It's out of, like, you can kind of see it in the background of the mirror, mm -hmm. like, there. Um, but it's pretty much just has a cork board, and I got sticky notes, and I cut them in half, and I put all my prayers on them. Like, anything and everything I'll put on there. Um, but one specifically I have, like, is my future husband. And, like, constantly, like, I go to that. It's right above my bed. So I pray for that every time I get up in the morning. And, like, constantly just, like, praying just for what he needs. Like, obviously, God knows what he needs. So, like, just for his needs. And, like, he's growing and God is preparing him to be my future husband, possibly. Because it's not guaranteed. Um, which I do go into that knowing that possibly I could be praying for absolutely nothing. But 
the fact I'm still talking to God. I'm still having a conversation with him about it. And he knows where I'm at and he knows where possibly this future husband's at. And I truly believe that praying for them is going to one, y'all are both going to be, y'all are both growing to be each other's partners and God's doing that in between y'all. But knowing that as well, just pray for him, knowing that maybe he's going through something or maybe he's not even a Christian yet, which is very possible that maybe it's someone who hasn't been a Christian for a while, maybe someone who's newly and still needs to grow before he be, he's ready for you or you're ready for him or you're all ready for each other, which is a whole nother, it's hard. And it's hard to think about that possibly your future husband isn't ready for you. And when you feel like you're ready to find the one and thinking that maybe the one isn't ready for you yet can be hard. But continue, I really recommend to continue praying for your future spouse um, because it can only, it, that can help you during your singleness as well um, because it can help you process your feelings as well. So it's helping you and it's also praying for someone who's going to become, could be very important to you as well. Mm-hmm. But guys, we hope this podcast has encouraged you. I know I'm encouraged. And I know she's probably encouraged as well through this. But we love you guys. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. And also, I will link her YouTube channel below. Give check it out. Because she has lots of devos in her videos about singleness. So go check those out. I'll link it below. But love you guys. And I'll see you guys later. Bye.